Hi, I'm Ren. I'm Sam. I'm Tosh. And, and we're, we're the, the T Swift, Swift Sisters. Sisters. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the T Swift Sisters podcast. Uh, we have an exciting episode for you today a bunch of new What's Up Taylor Swift with some exciting and fun stories since the last time we were on here I literally feel like the Swift world has imploded exploded both literally imploded (laughs) and exploded since the last time that we were on um and just a very special birthday episode for our girl Tosh so if you're listening make sure to um chat her up on our social medias her birthday was yesterday so just wish her a very happy birthday and let's get to it. Sam, I love your little stop. I want to do one. Oh, the little emoji. <laughs> we have little confettis <laughs> on our Zoom call. Thank you. <laughs> and just a fair warning. I'm sorry for my voice. I'm completely aware. And as you can tell, um, I'm very sick. So just a fun little episode for you today. And we'll just, you know, hopefully this can nurse me back to health. Um. <laughs> So I think we should kind of start in order of the way things happen since the last time we were on. So mm-hmm. our last episode came out on May 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo to everybody who celebrated. Um, and it was also the beginning of the weekend in Nashville. Um, I knew that Nashville was going to be like a big weekend I don't think that I expected it to just be as hectic as it actually was I think so much came out of Nashville at the end of it all um so right before Nashville on Thursday night um February February listen to me (laughs) May May 4th um (laughs) we got this like tip a news article came out from the sun with rumors of Taylor Swift and Matt Healy everybody calls him Maddie but I feel like we've always called him Matt, right? Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one who noticed that. I thought I was going crazy. What? I was like, is this an actual thing? But I feel like we have always called him Matt Healy. Natasha, you're like the original 1975 <laughs> fan. So what's your I was going to say that I think that since we're older, like we've been fans since the beginning when they were like a small band. He was Matt Healy then. I think Matty Healy is like the new term. That people are calling I, him. So it's weird for us to call him Maddie because, I mean, mm-hmm. I've been listening like since like 2014. So like mm-hmm. I can't call him Maddie now. It's weird. And he was always back thing. in 2014. He was Matt Healy. Yeah. Or at least I never remember him. calling him Maddie. I don't know anyone that him. Did. You uh, met him, didn't you? I met him in 2014. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, we, we have to post the picture. But yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> okay. Tosh met him in 2014 and we were actually pit at the um, 2016 tour, whatever tour it was they did. Um, that was their second album, right? Yeah, that was their second. That was a, it was a fun show. Um, but then I feel like I kind of stopped like really listening to their music after that. I was like that album was like literally my life between 19 and 20. Like it defined me as a human being, I think. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the Sun article came out. We kind of just like in our chat, we were like, that's so like that. It was giving Taylor Swift dating the F1 driver. Yeah. 
literally. Samantha was literally like, I will never, ever believe this. I'm still not on it. Until still she says it. it. It it has a nope. I'm still not sold. The sun can't win me over. So the the article when it was released said that a source close to Taylor said she and Maddie are madly in love. It's super early days, but it feels right. They first dated very briefly, almost 10 years ago. So I think that in around like 2014, mm-hmm. when the 1975 was first hitting the town, he was apparently yeah. like mm-hmm. trying to date Taylor, but timings just didn't work out. Taylor and Joe, there's like some interesting things in these quotes. And I feel like we'll kind of like pick them apart after I read them. But Taylor mm-hmm. and Joe actually split back in February So there was absolutely no crossover. Both Maddie and Taylor have been touring. So it's been a lot of FaceTimes and texting, but she can't wait to see him. Blah, 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 blah. Um, They're both massively proud and excited about this relationship. And unlike Taylor's last one, which was very much kept out of the spotlight deliberately, she wants to own this romance and not hide it away. Taylor just wants to live her life and be happy She told pals Maddie is flying to Nashville over the weekend to support her on the next leg of the tour. So when we read the article, it also said something about how Maddie and Taylor were super ready to go public with their romance in Nashville and that he was going to come on stage and perform with Taylor, which is when I think that we were like, this is not true. Like we we've been going to Taylor shows forever. We see them every weekend on TikTok. She's just not somebody that would do that. And like, from what we know from the Eras tour, the only people that are performing with her are people that she actually has songs with and she doesn't with Matt. So whatever. But then obviously May 5th rolls around and who was spotted in the crowd, but none other than Matt Healy in the VIP tent. And he has attended every single show since then. Yeah. So I like I think it's pretty safe to say that they're dating. I mean, we've seen pictures of them holding hands, gonna, going out. Say, like that was a big one. The pictures at Casa Cipriani, however you pronounce it, in New York. That was a really big one. I was shook to my core. Okay. Is that the one of them kind of holding hands that you kind can of see? holding yeah. hands? Yeah, it was like that kind of blurry one. So if you guys don't um know the background on that photo, it was actually a Swifty's dad who I guess was a member of like the same club at the rooftop and took the picture. Everybody kind of thinks that he just took the picture to like send to the daughter and being like, oh, my God, Taylor right. Swift is here, but not realizing that he was actually like publicizing this couple. Yeah. Yeah. And, then and breaking too, the club policy breaking the club policy so yeah so apparently the person who did take this photo has been kicked out of the club like they're banned from the club because three it was members in total three in total that's yeah. insane so yeah. he got for he what got snapping out. a picture yeah yes. so no, i, I have think, a no picture right they have a no picture policy and then like mm-hmm. i said i'm sure he was just kind of taking the picture like oh my god it's taylor swift but because it was taylor swift and matt healy the photo went so viral and like it was kind of one of those things that was like easy to trace back and they were like get out of here like look at look what you made us do um and another interesting thing to note there is that the streets are saying well we know from the photo jack antonoff was there the streets Mm -hmm. are saying that jack antonoff is the one that kind of rekindled that romance oh 
I could see it. Which I was going to say could make sense because. Yeah, I think Jack Antonoff produced their last album, the 1975. Mm -hmm. And obviously we know his relationship with Taylor. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. See, but then like aren't Taylor and Matt friends too? Or like. Yeah, I mean, you can be friends with somebody and then you have one person that's kind of like, hey, you know, I really think that you should like kind of spark okay. that like see what's there kind of thing like mm-hmm. i think i think it's possible for them to have been friends platonically and then for jack to have been like hey taylor like i was talking to matt last night and he said he loved seeing you at our sh- at his show in january like okay. you know and then taylor could text yeah. matt and be like hey i heard you loved when i should have been <laughs> show and then that's it like that sent off the text and the facetimes kind of thing and now they're madly in love now they're madly in love. And actually, I read that their marriage is scheduled for <laughs> December 13th. I'm kidding. And that's well, funny because. <laughs> what do you guys think about what the son had to say with these, you know, from the source, you know, they're madly in love. It's still early days, like very strong language, very not typical for what we know as a, a launch of a Taylor Swift relationship. I think that um, I think it's a little like hubristic right madly in love like there's that's too much emphasis like Taylor's right she just started dating him whether or not she's like exploding happiness out of her ears I don't think that she can I mean maybe and maybe she is maybe she's like I'm madly in love with this guy but like give the relationship a little time and we'll see but I think the biggest things for me here are that like they mentioned that her last relationship was deliberately kept out of the spotlight and this one she mm-hmm. kind of wants to show how happy she is and just living her life and we have seen so much of taylor photos from the paps out and about happy she was photographed with matt healy this last week coming out of electric lady studios after that party and he had his like hand on her back like mm-hmm. i they're together and she seems really happy so like good for her one of the biggest like question marks I have from this article, like I, I will give them their fluff and I'll let them have it. I'm not going to believe like the super fluffy stuff, but this specific Taylor and Joe actually split up back in February. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know Joe was at the Grammys party. We literally talked about it in our Haler and the Grammys episode mm-hmm. where he wore, where she wore his leather jacket, whatever. So that's like beginning of February, maybe like, the day after the Grammys party is when they broke up. I don't yeah. know. Like, and like, I'm kind of sad if it was in February that they broke up and like, we didn't find out until April. Cause I'm just like, man, like, you know, I, I loved toe. I was a toe stand, but after like everything that's come out and seeing how happy Taylor is now, yeah, it's hard because I feel, I feel sad. Like, but I think that she's okay. So I'm okay. And, like, I just hope that he didn't treat her the way that she, like, not the way that she wanted to be treated. You get me? Like, yeah. Taylor's been a celebrity for a really long time and she loves her fans. And, like, it just makes me upset if he was taking that away from her. Yeah, which which I think lends itself to, like, maybe not why she, like, not fully why she looks so happy now. But, like, her and Maddie, like, LOL Maddie understand each other on like a level of like they're both really big stars like obviously you know taylor's taylor but 
Matt Healy's also like an international star and like has been touring forever and like knows what she's going through and like has that same fan base. So I think they understand each other on a level where like as musicians and like music stars that maybe like Joe and her couldn't or didn't and like it didn't see eye to eye on that. So it just makes me happy that like maybe a, a big reason why or like a big factor in, in her and Joe's relationship, like isn't that with her and Matt, like they, they do have that kind of connection and bond. And like, he's been to every show since um, Nash, like that says so much too. just like, you know, like he's doing what maybe Joe couldn't or wouldn't do. So that's just nice and happy. Yeah. And I think, um, so do you know, do you happen to know um, if like, the 1975's tour has finished like did it wrap up i don't know i could check okay um because i know that this article also mentioned that he was flying to nashville to support her on the next leg of the tour so like is he literally gonna be at every single show i think they were touring in europe recently he came from a show to nashville so he was performing in the philippines i was gonna say in asia somewhere i think oh okay yeah and he took like literally the fastest flight like somebody somebody had originally said like matt could never be like this sun article could never be real because there's no way that matt healy makes it to the nashville show after being literally halfway across the world in asia and he was literally there his next show their next show is june 2nd june 2nd okay so we'll have to see how his like shows match up with taylor's Mm -hmm. But maybe we'll see him in L.A. Who knows? I'm looking Ooh. now. August. There's like a lot of stuff, you know. There's about an August 3rd show in Chicago. Oh, so August what? 3rd, Taylor's playing in L.A. She's August 3rd, 5th, 8th, and 9th. So does he have an August 8th he show? Has, so he has an August 3rd in Chicago and an August 11th in San Francisco, California. <laughs> Oh, oh, we Ooh. will see you in LA. Yeah. The goosebumps I just got. <laughs> I would die. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Very, rich, very plausible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, our next story today in What's Up Taylor Swift is one that I think is the reason why I had to come on the pod tonight despite <laughs> battling pneumonia. But the speak clown has won. <laughs> I have put the wig to rest. I've taken like, off the makeup. The makeup has come off. The thing <laughs> is, the like the level of clowning for Speak Now was so hard and high that when she announced Speak Now, I didn't even flinch. I wasn't even surprised. Like I was like, oh yeah. Like obviously I knew it was happening tonight. So like real. <laughs> Thanks, bestie. Like, I logged <laughs> onto the live stream, like, Im- immediately. Like, I think they were like, oh, my God, Matt Healy's at the concert. And I was like, oh, I have to get on the live stream. And then Taylor was like, we have crazy stuff tonight. And I was like, oh, because you're announcing Speak Now. And then obviously she did. And it was just like, and I found out about it through the merch bot. Like, I found out a minute or two minutes before Taylor actually announced it. So I was, I had Adrian's phone on the live stream and my phone like on socials trying to like figure stuff out and I got the notification speak now Taylor's version CD restocked or something and I was Mm -hmm. like oh my god oh my god (laughs) this is the news 
So I'm like literally like Instagramming the screenshot that I have of the Taylor Swift website and the CD. Like it's the screenshot was so janky. And like, I'm so glad you guys (laughs) gave it so much love because I feel really like happy about it. So janky. And I'm like, oh my God, speak now Taylor's version. And I just have to say to the one person that commented that they found out about speak now Taylor's version because of my Instagram post (laughs) over Taylor Swift. Thank you. (laughs) You're You're welcome. you're the reason why I am still here. <laughs> I feel like Ask you were just me. preparing for her to announce it, like, for months. No, yeah, I, like, I knew it. I Like, I went to sleep on May 4th being like, good night, see you tomorrow, speak now Taylor's version. <laughs> like, the you only thing I didn't know was when it was coming out. I just knew that the actual announcement was coming. And, like, in my in my Tampa show, I have a video of myself like literally in the Tampa show and I'm like haha watch her announce speak now right now at the concert so like I wasn't <laughs> far off like I knew she was doing it at a concert drop yeah. the video <laughs> I will I'll post it for you guys so you can see it's so cringe <laughs> um but with that um announcement comes the speculation that Taylor might actually be dropping three albums or announcing three albums in total in May uh, because Midnight's Mayhem with me, May is underlined three times. I know, Tosh, you were thinking that maybe she was going to announce 1989 as well, right? Yeah. Are you yeah. still on, like, that? Or, and, like, was it because of the Mayhem 3 thing? Like, what what was feeding your theory? Honestly, no, I, I don't recall the, th- like, I don't recall the three lines under May sticking out to me. But now that you say that, when Speak Now was announced, you know, that's kind of early May. We're a little bit mid-May now. <laughs> and then we still have time. Like, that kind of makes so much sense. Okay, but I have I have something that kind of debunks this, which is why I wanted to ask. She has three underlined, three lines under the word May, but what number album is speak now oh the third yeah so it can kind of be both things and like i just i think she's gonna let speak now have its moment i don't i don't see but but don't you think she'd release like a lot of her albums so that like while era's tour is happening like she can play all those songs and like i think the opposite i think when released like when Considering like drops, whether it's products, albums, music, I feel like they just want to like give each one its own moment so that there's, they prolong the duration of time that there's new stuff, new money, new, uh, I don't know, engagement. There you go with the fans. Yes. But now that you say that, I'm also thinking of last year at this time was the summer merch drop. And it was 1989 and Speak Now Taylor's version merch at the same time. They both came out on the same day. You're right. That's where I got that 1989 sweater. But you know, okay, thinking of that and thinking in terms of like marketing, sales, that Mm -hmm. aspect of it, that could have been a setting stone to see how people were going to react to a double album drop, right? Mm -hmm. So they could have kicked off this campaign last year to see what people were going to be spending more money on, what merch they were going to be more likely to buy, like what album they were kind of going to gravitate toward and how it 
it came down to both albums being released at the same time, like where the money stacked up in terms of like being equal. Mm-hmm. So maybe if like it was pretty equal down the line of like the merch doing well, like down to the dollars or pennies, maybe they do release both. But I don't think so. I really don't. I don't, you don't like, think that another one will be released in May. I don't because we know that this that each album has its own it's an era right and we have the 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 fact that they have their own time like we got we got fearless in april 2021 and november 2021 was red so maybe you know what the announcement i okay i say album comes out in july maybe she announces 1989 in august and then like for a december or january 2024 release that way speak now has its time but i'm just thinking like in terms of an entire new album coming out, plus the Eras tour, to to push two albums while you're already on tour just seems like too much. Feasibly. Yeah. I just think, I don't know, with like This Love and then Wildest Dreams, Taylor's version, and then like... Well, This Love was used for um, The Summer I Turned Pretty. That was why she released that. Yeah, but I, like I, I just think with that, and then like the reaction that she maybe got out of announce, like, like I think she. Yeah, would, it's more fun. It's more fun to announce an album in front of yes. seventy thousand fans than on your Instagram. Like I think, I don't know. I don't know about the the three lines under May. Like it is a great idea to just announce. It doesn't mean that they have to be released at the same time. You get equal engagement. Yeah. You know, if you say like, okay, 1989 Taylor's version releasing in September or whatever, like I just, I wouldn't be surprised if she announced his 1989. Yeah. I don't think I'll be surprised either. And like I said, Let's say she announced the album comes out, Speak Now comes out in July. So she announces 1989 in August. Maybe that's what she does to close out the Eros tour mm. on August 9th in LA. Hey guys, thanks so much for being here. I've had an amazing time. It's my last surprise songs in the US, by the way. 1989 Taylor's version, January 13th, 2024. Yeah. Interesting. I, I could see it. So we'll have to keep an eye out. I guess I guess we are um reapplying the makeup. I wish there was a clever like speak clown. The speak clown, yeah. <laughs> 19 clowny nine. I'm sorry, I'm really rusty right now. <laughs> Okay, so I will we'll keep an eye on it and I want to hear what you guys think. So we'll drop like a little poll or like the little question box, whatever on our social so you can like kind of respond what you think if you think it's going to be announced this summer or it's going to be after tour kind of thing. Um, But our next story is actually about Phoebe Bridgers. And this one kind of made me really excited um, that she officially started her leg of opening for the Eras tour. Lots of people are super excited about that. I can't really speak to her and her music because unfortunately the first time I ever heard of Phoebe Bridgers was when she was- Was nothing new? Yeah. (laughs) 
Yes, I'm sorry. But I know a lot of people really like her. So maybe I'm listening I w- to her now and I actually really like her. Are you listening to her like as an artist or yeah. her or like oh. band thing? No, not the band thing. The boy not, genius. Not band. boy genius. Yes. Not boy genius. Because they're like performing with her some nights and like, okay, I didn't know she was like best friends with Matt Healy. And then like he comes out and plays guitar with her some nights in Nashville or like on the other shows mm-hmm. like. So I guess Matt Healy is also a boy genius slash Phoebe Bridgers um, fan. But Natasha, okay. send me some Phoebe Bridgers songs to listen to. Okay. I, I didn't like her at first. I'm not going to lie. And then I gave it another listen and I was like, you know what? It's good. Motion Sickness was the song that got me to like like her. Give me like a comparison of like an artist that I know. Ooh, that's a good one. Um... Oof. Like May, it's not Maggie Rogers vibes, but it's like Maggie Rogers and like Lord and like. Okay, it, I can give it a shot. Yeah, interesting. Okay. That is interesting. It's but... not like like poppy, really fun mm-hmm. music. I would say. Okay, I am a pop girly through and through, so. Yeah. But I will I like give it, it a shot. I will yeah. give Phoebe Bridgers a shot. You should. Um, but what's exciting about the fact that she opened and started her leg for the Eras tour is that rather than performing Nothing New as a surprise song, which we all thought was going to like happen, Taylor has actually been bringing Phoebe out each night to perform it as a part of the set list. So that mm-hmm. makes me really excited because I can totally see the same happening for Haim and Nobody yes. No Crime. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Evermore is the perfect from what we've seen on tour, like the perfect era to be able to insert that in there. Mm-hmm. OMG. I'm really excited for that. That's the first thing I thought of too. I was like, oh, we're going with time. Okay, perfect. We're <laughs> getting be that. So fun. Like, and like it's close enough. So they're the last openers because they're the biggest group when Taylor, um, like at the Air Store for her opening people, whatever. So they're like the last to open before Taylor comes on, but Evermore is the second era. So I'm thinking that they just even stay backstage, mm-hmm. perform Nobody No Crime, and then they mm-hmm. come like out to the VIP tents to watch the rest of the show. I'm really I hoping can't wait for to that. that. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be freaking awesome. And like that song is just so like the production on it is so cool. Like the vocals that's what I was gonna everything. Say. Visually, yeah. I'm curious to see what they're gonna put on for that and i love seeing yes. along to those songs like the really dramatic ones i love it yeah i wonder if they'll do like a, a like, choreography or something yeah like a set thing to it like mm-hmm. how hard she went for other songs like because it's such a good story like they totally can it would just be like a lot to plan for for just a few shows but like she's obviously capable yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious to see how it works out, but I'm glad that we're not like the guinea pigs of it. So we'll yeah. kind of know what to expect going into it, like how how the performance is going to be. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited for that. Um, next up in Nashville, we have the first rain show of night three. And I kind of have a little bit like of an article that I um, linked for you guys from Variety that kind of talks about everything that happened. But one of the biggest, like a few of the biggest takeaways from the rain show for me was that Taylor paid the fees for the city. So like one of the reasons why the Eras tour starts very specifically at 8 p.m. or like 7.50 is because she has to be off stage by a certain time for noise ordinances. 
So um, rather than cutting the set list because the concert was delayed by three hours, she actually paid the fees, like the Nashville city fees, and then overtime for all the crew and the stadium workers and everything so that she could give her full performance. That is such like a a big thing. Most artists would just cancel at that point. Like they would be like, forget it. And she played until 1.35 in the morning. And like, can you imagine getting to hear Midnight Rain at midnight <gasps> in the rain? Like oh literally. That would be That's so awesome. Yeah. But I mean, a lot like it was very obviously inconvenient. Like it it was magical to us because we weren't there. But can you imagine <laughs> also having to have lived through that? It had to have been. Stress. Yeah. And it was like getting imagine getting out of the stadium having to figure out transportation or whatever at that time like i mm-hmm. i'm honestly uh, like i feel bad i'm so glad i wasn't there like i yeah it sounds like so nice and just like amazing that like your spirits were probably lifted so much from like oh my god what's gonna happen we're sheltering is she even gonna get on stage to like oh my god we got the full show in the rain and it like aligned with the song so nice but like fuck getting out at 135 I I mm. yeah and like imagine I mean the Eras tour is a full day experience right so everybody mm-hmm. has been at the stadium since like two o'clock everybody <sighs> was packed in like sardines in like the mm. where like the merch and like the food is and everything like sitting soaking mm-hmm. wet the videos were insane like people scared having anxiety attacks panic yeah. attacks whatever so I pictured like that and then you finally get out there and like if you're on the floor I mean that had to have been like it's raining down you're having the time of your life like that had to be amazing but then immediately when the concert finishes you're right back to like we were kind of talking about that after your concert Tosh and like my concert that right when the show ends all that magic is over and you're like I just want to go home I want to get out of here and then imagine that like soaking wet and -hmm. like again trying to find out how to get home like the masses of people but Besides that, Taylor had like really high spirits. So that was really nice. There's this video. I've seen it a million times. And every time it comes on my feed, I stop to watch it because I love it so much. But she's like, it's a video of her singing 22. And it's literally in the pouring rain. And um, after she says, like, it feels like the perfect night um, to whatever and make fun of our exes. She screams, yeah, so loud and like so aggressively. Have you guys seen it? (laughs) I don't think no. I have. Oh my god, I ha- I'll have to look for it and like show it to you because literally, like you watch it and you're like, oh my god. Like first of all, I feel you, girl. Second of all, like <laughs> it was just, it was insane. And then of course, we also lost. Would have, could have, should have on night three in Nashville. We the mm, the way that I vividly remember us talking about that and like all saying like that's our um it's on our like dream set list. And the way that we all were like, she probably won't she would, play it. We literally thought she would never, ever, ever play would have, could have, should have. It hurts. Like, okay. Like, damn, you really, you really did that. Like, she really did that. And like, honestly, Taylor, if you're listening to this, I'm really upset that you did that on the one night that your concert was pushed three hours delayed. So I had to be asleep because I was sick and I missed <laughs> would have, could have, should have. <laughs> And how dare you for not messing up and giving us another chance, okay? So okay. true. But she did say that any song on Midnight's, she would play it however many times she okay. wanted. You're right. She did say that. 
So, so let's start a petition. It. We can start a petition right now for would have, could have, should have August 8th in LA. And long let's live. It. And long live. I love it. That's a great idea, actually. What a combo. Do you think that means she'll play Dear John? I really don't think so. I don't think I so. I mean, that's what we thought for would have, could have, should have, though. I so. know, but John, like, Dear John is literally name dropping. That's At the problem. At this point, I know she's so unhinged on this tour, like, but I don't see point, how I don't she think does she it. Cares. And it's on Speak Now, right? It is on Speak Now. Yeah. No, you know what we need? Like one night where Taylor literally plays. She has to. So at my show, she played piano first and then get, and, and then acoustic. I need mm-hmm. her to play piano first, Dear John, and then acoustic would have, could have, should have. I Ooh. thought if she, I yeah. thought if she were to, play would have could have should have it was going to be matched and paired with dear john i mean it should it's a story right that's the we're getting the story what was the combo what was the other one she did the night of would have could have should have i'll have to look it up brb i don't remember yeah but i will um actually one of our followers we did already post it on social because it wasn't not going to live on her feed um she let me post her video of literally barricade from would have could have should have in the rain and it was perfection. So thank you for that. Oh my God. That was a perfect video. Yeah, no, literally like Taylor Swift should actually pay you for that video because that's how amazing it was. Um, would have could have should that have song in my life and mine. Okay, that's that's, that's, a, that's a good song. That's a good song. Any speak now song. I just feel like I've been very protective over it just because of the clowning and everything. But I, I think I could live without mine. Like, yeah, same. Philly had really, really good surprise songs this weekend. Really, really good. The problem with Taylor Swift, and it's going to be the problem every every weekend from now until the end of the Eras tour, is that every single song she plays as a surprise song, I'm like, why did you play my favorite song this weekend? We're always going to have a problem. That's the thing. We're never going to be okay. It's never going to be fine because everything she played so much fearless in Philly. And like, I have to say my heart actually hurts about that one because like, there's not going to be any fearless songs left by the time. Left. Yeah. By the time August comes around. So I'm just going to have to live with it and my grainy little live streams <laughs> at this point. I honestly thought I had a chance with teardrops on my guitar and. Oh no, babe. I knew that was getting lost in Nashville. I knew it. It was in my in my like Twitter predictions. I was like, she's playing. A girl could dream. A girl could dream. No, you're right. You're right. Like and freaking Hey Steven. <laughs> I can't believe she did Hey Steven. I know. That one was crazy. When I saw it on the live, I was like, oof, this one is gonna hurt for all three of us. I am so dying to see what we're gonna get. Especially hey, Steven. I know. We're Somebody said that we're going to get Christmas tree farm. And honestly, I'm not mad about it. So whatever. If we do get Christmas tree farm, at least I know I'm going to be really happy. <laughs> I've seen hilarious TikToks of it when it's like when she's saying all the songs on her discography and it's the last night and it's Christmas tree farm and everyone's like going so hard. I'm like, yeah, that's Renee. <laughs> that is me. A hundred percent. Me and I'll, I will fly with my Christmas tree farm tree skirt. To Where, put it, it on a dress. as an yeah. actual skirt if Taylor Swift sings Christmas Tree Farm. 
maybe she'll play it like there's like a, a Christmas in July is like a thing. Maybe she'll play Christmas tree farm in July because of Christmas in July. Oh my god. I hope she does so she doesn't play it at our show. That would be so funny if she did that though. Like I'd be so if if that was my show and I was there in July and she played Christmas tree farm, I'd just they'd arrest me because I'd get on stage. <laughs> arrest me. For her first July show, she's gonna be like, you know what they say about July? <laughs> it's Christmas in July. Here's Christmas Tree Farm. Followed by a rendition of one of her country Christmas songs from the Christmas album. Okay. No, then she could pair with just a damn season and it'll work out. It'll hey! be because, because it's Good. a Christmas song. If the if tis the damn season wasn't on the set list, I'd say absolutely a hundred percent yes, I'm there for it. <laughs> We're going to get Carolina. Okay. Carolina. I love how we both do the shoulder. She missed the opportunity to sing Carolina as a surprise song by not going to North Carolina. Like, true. She really yeah. should have thought that one through, but I digress. Next the 1975 up. also has a song called Carolina, and they oh. both have songs called Paris. Yes. Oh, wait. Okay. First of all, 1975 Paris. I used to love that freaking song. It's a really good one. Second of all, speaking, going all the way back to our first story today um, with Matt and Taylor. Did you guys see that on the last night of whatever show, like before in Asia, when Matt, the night before he came to Nashville, mouthing, he mouthed, uh-huh. this one's for you. You know exactly like who I'm talking about. I love you. And then the next night in Nashville, Taylor did the same thing. But she did it to like Cardigan, right? Was it Cardigan or like August? Um, oh my It was gosh. a folklore song. And like, I remember when she did it and like I saw what song it was. I was like, how is that even about him? But yeah. I didn't see. I don't remember what song it was for. It's definitely a folklore song. Do you think that it's publicity or real? That's a good question. That specific, like, mouthing of the words thing. That, I'm on the fence about it. Because it could easily be, like, it could be a publicity thing. Like, oh, you know, people are going to catch it and talk about it. But it could be like, oh, this is our little thing, you know. But is it their little thing? That's why I think it's pub- it, and not like, yeah, like I think it's more for publicity because like if a song is about you and you're dating. It's a great way to get to stir the pot. To get right. I think it was a pot stir because like, again, when she literally played like Cardigan or August after it, I was like, how is Cardigan about Matt Healy? Right. Yeah, but it's then just again, so other people see like there's no way, right? But then again, in 2014, 2014, uh-huh. he when they were not really dating, he left her like an old cardigan under someone's bed in 2014, and then now again in 2023, he picked her up, put her on, and said <laughs> she was his favorite. So yeah. That did is you overhear their deep. FaceTime conversation? Is that I what did. I did. She, you know, what happened was I was on a three-way and then she was wearing the cardigan and she said, you know, Matt, actually, mm-hmm. when I wear this cardigan, it makes me think of how you put me on and said I was your favorite. Yeah, that makes so much sense. <laughs> Renee is the cardigan. <laughs> she is the sun article. <laughs> I do. Is. I do have the original cardigan. So <laughs> pat on myself. 
pat on my mm. on my back for that one. Not there's like two versions of the OG cardigan, and I have the OG OG one. So that's point. Thank you, thank you for that. Anyway, that was a lot though. That whole exchange on on it was it was uncomfortable. It was honestly, I was like Taylor, please don't ever do that again. Actually, that made yeah. my stomach hurt a little bit. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to ever look at that again. And the like, the mouthing of it was just like so like. <laughs> yeah like i should not have been there i should not have witnessed that that was for them which is which is why it's definitely publicity like you know like it's not something it's along the same lines as madly in love quoted by the sun article like it is okay wait <laughs> sorry another thing that i just thought of we're ta- we're about to talk about philly anyway and we already mentioned hey steven so apparently, like October 2022, maybe 2021, Matt Healy posted Hey Steven on his Instagram story. And then before Taylor performed Hey Steven this weekend, she said a friend requested this one and left out, deliberately left out the friend's name. I wonder who. I wonder. Sounds like one. Cardigan, but starts with Matt. Maddie. <laughs> For me, it's the double E. Matt, E, Healy. Like, I- yes, that's weird for me too. And I think Matt just sounds nicer and like older, you know, like a, a yeah. gentleman. Maddie is just so child PG. Yeah. And like, yeah. I feel like this relationship, honestly, it's, I'm giving it a rated R. I'm scared of it. <laughs> Listen. They're capable of a lot of things. <laughs> honestly at this point like their relationship is gonna make me start calling him matthew healy matthew (laughs) mr matthew healy (laughs) mateus healy (laughs) martholomew healy (laughs) not martholomew (laughs) that's how i'm referring to him from now on that's it i draw the line after he i mean i'm I'm drawing the line it's that if he's (laughs) <laughs> what if he's at our show <laughs> you are definitely going up and saying hello Martholomew <laughs> make a friendship bracelet that says Martholomew and please give it to him at our show I will please. I'm about to buy my kids I will make it happen stay tuned thank I you because I also want to know how you spell Martholomew so I will be <laughs> for that. working on it I will let you know <laughs> That uses like every letter. <laughs> My whole kit. Um, but now that we're officially talking about Philly, this was Taylor's like official hometown show. I know a lot of people were like, Nashville's not a hometown show. But when Nissan Stadium literally had banners inside the stadium that said, Welcome home, Taylor, like then what? Then what? <laughs> Who are you fighting? That's aggressive. I'm fighting the people on TikTok that were like fighting about it. And I'm also going to be fighting them for this next thing because Taylor gave her final answer in the theory of Eagles football versus Banty for Gold Rush. I was always an Eagles football believer because I'm just a football girly and like I love the Eagles. Um, Sorry, LA Rams, you're forever in my heart. But I like sometimes I'm an Eagles girly and I always assumed it was Eagles football and when the Super Bowl came around and the Eagles were playing in the Super Bowl this year, everybody was using Gold Rush as an audio. And so many people on TikTok were like, 
ew, I can't believe you guys think Taylor would actually say Eagles football and not Eagles the band. Like, that is so unclassy. That is so blah. Like, do you even know Taylor? And I was like, yeah, what? I actually do. And that's why I know it's Eagles football. See, and I got banned. I was going to ask what you guys thought, like what what your truth there was. Samantha just thought a picture of an eagle. No, I thought football too. I thought, you know, I thought, you know, American, you know, that's, I don't know. I figured her family would be into that. Yeah. And like, she's from Pennsylvania, number one. And number two. Southern culture, football. I don't know. I didn't really question it. Number two, for those that were saying that the Eagles football team truthers were uncultured. Why? Because they don't know about Eagles the band. Thanks for calling okay. me out. I don't know the Eagles band. I'm sorry. <laughs> I only thought there was ever one Eagles and it was the Philadelphia one. <laughs> hey, no. It was always that for you. <laughs> she didn't know there was another option. I didn't. I really didn't. Gosh, tell me more about this Eagles the band. Who are they? You don't Since know that band? You were an Eagles band truther. Like, yeah, but I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, a fan, but like it's kind of like I guess because you're like more music than football you were like oh okay Eagles the band but they're them yeah they don't look like Eagles to me that's all (laughs) oh my god this was the t-shirt this was what what was on the print (laughs) they sing Hotel California yes yes Mm. don't ask me in like the 70s no I know that song Uh, (laughs) Hotel California. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the only song I could tell you they sing, though. I don't know another. I'm not even going to tell you who I thought sang that, so we just won't talk about it. You were, you're going to say Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. How did you know I was going to say I knew it! I knew it! (laughs) Of course whatever moving on um of course we have the bad blood angry version i'm kind of annoyed that it's taking over tiktok like you like you should have stopped at the dirt police please some of them are really funny though i'm not gonna lie like i'm like okay that was really clever but it's everywhere it's literally everywhere and like if you don't already know please just open the tiktok app but obviously what happened was um you see what ha- happened was I, I said that in my head. I said that in my head. <laughs> Taylor was in the middle of performing Bad Blood, and I guess these fans were like getting like on the barricade, like kind of touching it, you know, just popping off, living. Because Taylor was like right there at the diamond, and a security guard was like putting his hands on the girls and like telling them to stop, um, just like in an aggressive way, whatever. And then Taylor stopped. She literally like broke character to be like. Quote, 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 TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Um, stop. Hey, stop. She wasn't doing anything. She's fine. Hey, stop. Hey, stop. Blah, 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 blah. Stop. Yeah. Amazing. It was like a mother moment and I really loved it. But like totally. TikTok has taken it so freaking far. But what's cool about it is that the fans who were involved actually got tickets to another show so that they could go again. So imagine, like, imagine holding that title, knowing, like, you were the one that Taylor defended. That's amazing. I just, like, 
like, not that I didn't know that Taylor like paid attention to her fans, but I didn't know that like, like things were that visible almost like, you know, like I was that she like, could actually see yeah, what was going like, on. Oh, the lights and everything isn't like kind of like blinding you that like, you can literally see how a security guard is like touching man- someone manhandling yeah. these girls. Like, that's crazy to me. And like, you're performing and you're watching it happen and you're reacting. Like, I was just like, wow, she pays attention. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. That's- cause she's literally mother. Like she was mothering. She was mothering. In yeah. the, uh, <laughs> that is the definition of mothering actually. Yeah. <laughs> but this is literally, uh, what was a huge discussion in like the concert realm i think last year with everything uh, that went on with astro world the people getting hurt in uh the audience and then they flash to other performances or other tours where the performers stop the whole show to call out hey someone fainted or hey someone yeah. needs help like like it's possible and of course mother shows that it can be done that yeah. happened at the Lizzie McAlpine show I went to the weekend after Taylor. I I uh, really thought you were gonna say Lizzie McGuire. I'm sorry. Why? Continue. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Lizzie McAlpine and I I guess which I didn't know this. Like I haven't been to a general admission concert in a long time. But if you like flash or like put your flashlight up and hold it up, like it means you need help. And Lizzie like saw it and was like, I see a flashlight up there, and like stopped the whole show. Was like security and. And we all moved out the way and like, you know, they came. So I, I kind of just like learned that fact. I don't know if that's used like not maybe like, like smaller artists yeah, kind of thing. But I was just yeah. like, wow, like the fact that people still stop, you know, to help Good is to crazy. Know. Yeah. So that means when I write like I love you, Taylor, on my forehead or something, she'll be able to see it from the stage in LA. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm going to do So Hey, Let's Be Friends, maybe. I think that one's a little better. <laughs> or I'm going to write Mother is Mothering. <laughs> and like glow in the dark eyeliner or something. Oh or I'm going to write, I think maybe I'll just do In My Fearless Era so that she knows if she couldn't already tell. Mm, I like Mother is Mothering better, especially for the portion of time you're not going to be at the stadium. So people just see. Well, I was thinking mother. you could write In My Fearless Area 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 <laughs> era on my forehead and i could write mother's mothering on yours okay fine i'll take it what area are you in <laughs> the area tour <laughs> are you done uh, taylor swift the areas tour oh my god is that the name of our episode <laughs> oh my god not area what area 13 <laughs> So one of our last stories, this one's actually pretty exciting. Um, I always say exciting, but what I mean is like it makes me happy is that the fans gathered outside of Lincoln Financial Field in Philly all weekend long to listen to the Eras tour outside of the stadium because they couldn't get tickets. Um, In the article that I will be sharing with you guys, linking in these um, kind of like the description of this episode, and I'll also link it on our social. It kind of just talks about like the bond that Swifties are, are like the bonds that they're making outside of these concerts, you know, like literally having their own concert outside. But I saw on TikTok that somebody said there was like 20,000 fans outside of the stadium. 20,000. That's probably Insanity. more people than was at your Lizzie concert, Natasha. Oh, yeah. 
that's so many people that are just literally like taking lawn chairs trading braces like they're literally having the full heirs tour experience they just don't see taylor Mm -hmm. which one was the stadium that didn't allow it was lincoln financial field that said you couldn't tailgate i posted like a thing on social media and i was like they said you can't but what they did was you can't you couldn't have stayed in the parking lot so if your car was parked in the lot or you came from somewhere else, there was an area where you were like allowed to publicly gather and watch the concert. Okay. Um. So they kind of cleared that up. Like they said, you can watch it from outside, whatever. You just can't like tailgate from your car, basically. Um. Mm-hmm. But it was amazing. Like I loved seeing that. And in Nashville, they did the same thing too. They actually did in Atlanta as well. And both Nashville and Lincoln Financial are open stadiums. So you could actually see the screens of like Taylor playing in Atlanta. You couldn't. But I mean, the noise is so loud that you're just basically there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend who lives in Nashville and he said that he went to Broadway, which is like um, if you've never been to Nashville, like it's also known as Honky's Honk Highway downtown, like just that strip where all the bars are. And the pedestrian bridge to the stadium is like kind of close there. And he said from Broadway, he could hear the whole concert and see just Swifties everywhere, like on the pedestrian bridge, even listening to the concert and stuff like it is a it's a whole moment right now. And it's just it's kind of sad that like because Ticketmaster like messed up so badly that so many fans have to do this. But it's also nice knowing that like if you're in town for the weekend and you only have tickets to one show, you can kind of pull up to the other shows and still meet people and like enjoy the concert from the outside. So I really like that. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's cute that like not cute, but like it's it's nice that like they're making opportunities out of like every possible thing. Like, you know, people who didn't get tickets, they're still going and they can still listen. And it's still like the vibe and the moment with all the other Swifties. So that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Only Taylor could pull like double the audience per show. That's insane. Literally. Yeah. And like it it makes me happy knowing that like if we can't get closing night tickets, at least we can do the same. Mm-hmm. So that's like a, a nice little thing to know. Like, like I said, like if you're going for the weekend and you can't get tickets to all nights, whatever, and you're in the area or city you've never been in or something, pull up a chair, just make some new friends take mm-hmm. friendship bracelets like even if you have no tickets to the Eras tour and you want to see taylor swift go do that it's fun it's nice it's cute plus it Just gives you the safe. option of getting tickets that you know some people there were selling at least in atlanta that i saw and i know that that's obviously a thing so going and like just going to experience it with other people who don't have tickets could also get you tickets yeah 100 percent um, and then our last story for this week is that in the next two weeks, Taylor's going to be performing in Foxborough, Massachusetts, in Gillette Stadium, and then in MetLife in New York slash New Jersey. We were literally going to be at both of those venues. Isn't that crazy? Like we would have been at Foxborough for Loverfest and then we were originally trying to go to, to MetLife next weekend. So oh, this took me back. <laughs> I don't think that I would have been prepared for MetLife like next weekend. Obviously, like minus the pneumonia I really don't think that I would have been prepared like it's just it came so quickly I feel like yeah and I do like that we're like at the end yeah like maybe yeah I don't know I just I think like, it's different since we do since we did two shows but it's a good gap like this would have been very soon yeah yeah it's a lot like I just started making friendship bracelets again for LA so imagine like I, I don't think that 
we would have been able to go to the level that we're going to LA and so that's really exciting yes exactly Yeah. And we could take it all in, you know? I feel like I would have major FOMO if I went, like, in the beginning, and then I still had to watch all these <laughs> shows happen. Yeah, so many people have said like, oh my God, I went to like my last air show. What do I do now? And I was like, I am so happy that I'm holding on to just one more show. Yeah, So I we're love too. that. Um, but it's actually going to be Taylor's 13th. Like, so the first stadium that she ever played at was Gillette Stadium. And this is going to be her 13th time performing there. So they're like making a big deal out of it. Um, they're giving away a Pats jersey on their socials. Just look for Gillette Stadium on Twitter, Instagram, and you can find out how to enter. Um, I'm not a Pats fan, so I'm not going to share much more on that. But it's free and like it, the drawing is like in June or something. So if you are a Pats fan and you love Taylor, definitely go check that out. But do you think that she will do something in honor of that? Like maybe this is the weekend that she drops 19 or like announces 1989 TV or something like I don't know. I mean, I feel like she can't do anything more special than that, right? <laughs> yeah like but there's definitely something brewing You think so? yeah She'll she'll definitely like make a comment about it being 13 or whatever. Um and then yeah, so that and then in MetLife, I think do we think that she's going to play Welcome to New York as like a surprise song? oh my I feel like I feel like it's such a funny surprise song to have though, like acoustic <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. oh my god <laughs> she can't not though I just really can't see it as a surprise song, like at all. I don't know. I think it had to be on piano Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> that sounds exactly the same don't it Thank you. oh okay <laughs> Just call me Taylor Smith. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, that's so hurt. but definitely MetLife Yeah. is like getting 1989 songs because like New York is... 1989's album so For sure. It's coming. <sighs> New York I do is have 1989's one album. yeah exactly Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sick, okay? I'm ill. I know, I know. The brain fog. <laughs> so it's not um News, but it's a story being passed around in the Swifty fandom. Um, so this is coming from her handle is Crying Tears of Mascara. Um, we can post her info on our socials, but uh, she has created something called the Back to December Project. And this is in honor of her best friend who passed away last October. Her best friend loved the song Back to December and um, they were huge Swifties and were hoping to go on future tours together. So uh, this Swiftie is hoping that Taylor will perform Back to December as a uh, surprise song in the Cincinnati show happening on July 1st. So she's hoping that us fellow Swifties will spread the word, hopefully tag Taylor Swift, Taylor Nation, get some attention, and maybe we can make that happen for her. So I thought that was really sweet. And of course, we can make things happen in this fandom. So let's, let's try for that. I absolutely love that. And I love, you know, we love supporting Swifty best friends as they're just like us. But um, I just want to bring up something from you mentioning that. And you said July 1st. 
she would like to play back to December. And Natasha made the comment of Christmas in July. And I do think that back to December and Christmas tree farm are the absolute perfect pair for surprise songs. Oh my God. Can we make it happen for her? <laughs> I think the way that I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Come on, it's seasonal. In true Christmas fashion. It's perfect. It's perfect. It that's how perfect. we know. That's how we know that we will manifest this happening. Um, like the back to December and the July 1st in honor of your bestie and also Christmas in July. Absolutely. So let's support her. But yeah, we will share those um, <laughs> those on social media so you guys can read more about the project and tag and, you know, figure out how to get involved. Um, especially because, I mean, stuff like that, guys, it's free. All you have to do is literally just spend one <laughs> second out of your day to just tag Taylor Nation, you know, mm -hmm. spread the word. So we appreciate it. Um, but I think that pretty much wraps up today's episode. So just a few takeaways. Remember to wish Natasha a very happy birthday. She finally <laughs> made it to the 26 club. So finally. Woo! I feel I'm like the I'm baby of the group it, so. and I love it. Yeah. And Natasha and I, fun fact, Natasha and I are literally six months and one day apart. So <laughs> and I'm the oldest and she's the youngest. So but Sama's closer to my age. So whatever. Bye. Yeah. So they're both old. Bye. Okay. <laughs> I hate you. At least we could rent a car first. Okay. That's cool. Ooh. I don't know what that whole rent a car thing is because I rented a car at like 22. You just okay. have to pay more. Okay. Shut up. We can drink <laughs> first. Yeah. Whatever. I had a fake. So <laughs> wait, you had a fake for real? Us yeah. roommates, me. Really? <laughs> wait, you don't remember? My cousins. Oh, okay. 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 Like, we don't I had promote a real that. Fake. If you're under 21, please do not have a fake ID. Natasha did illegal stuff. No, I didn't. Natasha is a literal criminal. <laughs> so just don't follow in her footsteps. Her generation is obviously tainted. Yes. Yeah, my, my generation that's only six months apart from Renee's, but okay. okay. And one day, the one day makes a difference. Look off. You are a degenerate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, so that really wraps up today's episode. Remember to shout out Natasha, give her a little happy birthday, have fun if you're hey. headed to the Ares tour this weekend. Follow us on socials at T Swift Sisters Pod on TikTok and Instagram and at T Swift Sisters on Twitter. We love you guys. Have an amazing day. Bye.